the commute is terrible, man. From uh, from like from your bed, like, to, bed to the office. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it. Oh my gosh, that's like, funny. I haven't shaved in days too. This is the first time I actually see myself. <laughs> Crazy. That's hilarious, man. Dude, um, so what's going? I think we're we're live right now. I think we're good. We're live. We're going. Okay. We are live. Um, dude, so Christian, what's going on, man? Like, how's the commute's pretty pretty rough, you know? But uh, you haven't shaved, no shaving, no combing no. of the hair. No, this is actually combed, <laughs> mind you. <laughs> I just haven't gotten a cut though, man. I have. I I was supposed to see my stylist like literally right before we went into a full quarantine. Yeah. And uh, this is the result. This thing happens. It's I'm right, normally right. more kempt than this, so right. it's whatever. I'll have to roll with it. Yeah, no, that's what it. I mean, pretty much everyone is in a similar boat. So, but uh, yeah. yeah, how's everything else going as far as like you know, family? Everyone good? Yeah, thankfully, man. Uh, family's all doing good. Uh, yeah. Nobody's gotten it. I, I'm living course, with my parents yeah. right now for the time being to hunker down all together. And right. uh, my grand, my my grandparent, he lives with my parents. Uh, and so, you know, he he's the one that we've been a little worried about. But sure, yeah, he self isolates himself as it is. So, you know, he, <laughs> we we're not we weren't too worried from the get go that he was gonna get anything, you know, and, and right virus and get sick. But uh, thankfully, mm-hmm. everything everybody's doing good. Uh, my good. parents, uh, as you know, they have the restaurant, right? And so they were kind of dealing with that. Mm-hmm. on their own uh as, as its own thing and they just shut up actually shut down the 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 restaurant um completely uh, yeah yesterday was the last day so uh they're gonna oh, do man. it just for just out of stress uh just because you know there was a lot mm-hmm. dealing with you know customer in- interactions uh the 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 employees they were getting a little nervous about it so they figured yeah. it was probably just best for everybody to, to sh- for sure just, uh, hunker down for a bit ride this one out yeah hopefully they're open open soon so i know it's not the right. same with everybody you're you're still yeah. at it, no i'm still here i'm still here i think uh it's yeah it's a little bit different in every situation because for example mm-hmm. the restaurant you need to be there you need to be you know like you need there needs to be a physical exchange of the food to the people so yeah. it's a little bit different here you know insurance we transact everything can be done virtually online or on the phone so definitely yeah it's tough but um yeah, yeah. man Hopefully this goes away pretty soon, and yeah, yeah. We'll see. I mean, you know, for for people for people like me, and I'm, you know, just for the viewers, so the viewers know, right? I'm, I'm sure we'll get into what you've looked yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm not in the restaurant business like my parents. I'm in uh, video production right. and content creation, and uh, mm-hmm. specifically for events, man. So a lot of my clients are actually right. these uh, businesses, public agencies, nonprofits who, mm-hmm. who need promotional materials for networking and business events exactly so all that got cleared out pretty much within a week after all this happened uh and so you know that was a big hit initially because i was mm -hmm. like oh man well we're gonna have to find ways to to really find customers who are still trying to produce content in any which way um weddings are another side of the business that i'm in too right wedding videography and right. uh, that's been taking a hit too. People postponing bridal shows, people postponing uh, their weddings themselves. So yeah. it's been a da- it's Dang, been that's a, crazy. Yeah, it's been a day-to-day thing to adapt. Um, what do you? News. So yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go to go ahead with the good news. Oh well, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> throw in a little good news and all that dismay. 
uh, just so that we, you know, people don't think that this is all just about, oh man, what, what, what is going wrong? There's some good stuff. Right. So, you know, and I, I kind of had the mindset right off the get go. I, mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't say right off the get go, but like maybe after a day of all the news hitting and seeing the trend of where the economy right. was headed, where, you know, just policies were going to be going in. I realized right. that like in any situation where there's a dip in whether it's the economy, whatever, there's a chance for innovation and opportunity. Sure. Yeah. Um, And I think that's key for a lot of people, especially businesses, especially entrepreneurs, especially self-employed people, small teams, small businesses, anybody really uh, to look for those opportunities, identify them and use them. And a lot of times, like in my case, it's come in technology. We're using a Zoom, you know, we're using exactly not Zoom, uh, go to go to meeting. I want to be careful with the promo there in case you get it right. Them. But uh, yeah, conference calling, man. Everybody's yeah. conducting business way right now uh, to stay in tune with the safer at home orders. And um, so, Christian, real eat. quick, what else have you been yeah. doing like in this situation? I know you said weddings, everything. You know, business owners are slowing down. Their promotional stuff is slowing down. Yeah. What do you feel like you've been doing to try to like adapt and like? Um, just stay moving and like stay active and not, you know, just completely come to a halt. Like, is there anything like specifically you could do um, like during this time? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, me me specifically, (coughs) I've, I guess I'll go through how businesses run typically, right? If the the situation was not this, um, ideally, you know, we would schedule a production date, right? To go out and film a scene of whatever kind, whether it's an interview, whether it's an event, whether right. it's a product demo, whatever the case is, right? Obviously, sure. we can't do that comfortably now because mm-hmm. of the safer at home orders. And 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 I should note that you know things have been changing by the day. So right. what I thought what I was what I thought I was going to be doing a week ago is already not really going to happen so much anymore. Um, right. But so one of the things that I've been really keen on looking at right now is live broadcasting uh, i see that as a potential opportunity right now and you and i'll i'll, I'll explain a few reasons why there, you see trends in different areas i guess you can say um, yeah what one of my main clients is a government agency out in western riverside um, okay and they kind of uh, take it's, it's called wr cog western riverside council of governments and uh they're trying to figure out strategies to connect their their audience, which is a collection of 18 different jurisdictions out there. And mm-hmm. um, in working with them, we've identified a couple tools that we might be able to use to produce right. content and put it out to an audience that can be engaged in a way that they see the production value and right. uh, it's still engaging, people can interact. Mm-hmm. And uh, I should throw out what, one of the tools that I've really just started to really look into. I mean, I've heard of it previously, but, you know, the situation kind of called for mm-hmm. me to look into it even deeper is a, is a program called OBS. That's okay. Oscar Diaz and boy. And, and what is it? What does it do? So it, it stands for open broadcaster software. Um, mm-hmm. And essentially what it is, it's a switcher, man. So just like any broadcasting TV network, um, yeah. they have a switcher. Uh, broadcasting tool that allows them to pick what source they're going to take from, whether it be from a camera, whether it be from a, a live feed remote mm. or whatever, they position it on the frame on the screen so that you right. choose what scene you want to cho- choose essentially. And then okay. somebody remotely can control where those sources are coming from. So for example, and actually I was going to call you uh, to see if maybe we could test it out 
yeah here we are but um <laughs> but uh essentially what you can do is take a webcam mm -hmm. uh you know feeds for example we're on a window right now right uh, right and and uh through obs you basically say okay i want to take the source from this window and i'm mm -hmm. gonna feed it through right here in this section of the screen while another person's audio is gonna or you know video feed is gonna be on this section and you can fully customize it with you know your brand styling it's uh you can throw in transitions and honestly it's really popular in the gaming community apparently so i don't really oh, watch sure. a lot of gaming videos but uh the gamers they always have you know on twitch i guess right. a bunch of different elements incorporated into their broadcast so that it doesn't look like a you know just like a boring old uh uh you know conference call <laughs> i say that lightly is, is it that's what we're doing right now. Right, right. <laughs> so but wait, what? What is a whole another level essentially? How how do we even like take like I would I wish we would have done that now. But um, yeah, I know. <laughs> how do we like? Is it a platform? Like, is it literally called OB? Like, if I Google OBS, like, what could I just start doing that right now? Because that would be pretty cool to like when you're talking, yeah. like it pops up, like or if it, you know, the transitions and the focus of like a, a virtual conversation like this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How do we like get that going? Like, what do we exactly? We, yeah, yeah. So um, you, the the beauty of it is that it's it's uh, an open so source uh, program, right? So mm -hmm. uh, they're always adding to the code, and it's free. The whole thing yeah. is free. You don't have to pay any type of premium to use the thing. Um, all nice. you have to do is have the added tools alongside of it. Whether you're using mm -hmm. a video conference tool, whether you're using um, video on the side that you're going to showcase up on on the on through the program. And then you right. also need the broadcast destination. So uh, it, whether it be YouTube Live, whether it be Twitch, whether it be mm. uh, Facebook Live, you right. can use any one of those platforms, take the broadcaster ID from, say, Facebook Live, put it mm. in through OBS, and everything that you pump in through OBS in terms of content and what it looks like on the screen right. is funneled straight through to YouTube Live. And the, yeah. and the great part of it, it for me is that, you know, there is that... I guess OBS takes video conferencing and, you know, product, I mean, sorry, uh, content curation and right. makes it somewhat scalable in terms of production value. So it makes it look good. You have the capability to throw mm. in things that you did in Photoshop in, in uh, right. Adobe After Effects and, or whatever, put it together so, with whatever live feed is going to be. Christian, I have a question for you. Um, yeah. What would you say, like, out of all those things that you listed that you... So that's the dude, that OBS is really cool. But out of all the different things that you can do, um, as far as like the, I don't want to say genre, but the you know different you do weddings, you do um, yeah, a couple other like business pr promotional stuff. What like yeah. industry or field do you like to work in the best? I know wedding is weddings is probably one of the most like frequent ones, but what what like which one's your favorite to work on? Yeah, actually, weddings aren't actually as frequent as. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, no, they they're really more of the secondary line of the business. Oh, that I okay. Do. A lot a lot of the business that I do is actually with government agencies. Some don't. I have no idea how I fell into the niche, the niche, but <laughs> um, uh, because I started when I first started making video productions, like back in college, I was making stuff for like DJs, you know, for for yeah. their for their show reel to hype up like the crowd to go see them at whatever venue they were performing. Right. And, then and Christian agency kept on real, doing it on the side. Yeah. Real quick, how did you even get started in the beginning? Like I know you've kind of been doing stuff like this, but what like was this catalyst? What was the spark that got you going? Yeah, that I think you would have to go way back to yeah. elementary school, man. Uh it was in 
fourth grade, I want to say, where mm-hmm. this um, arts program, a nonprofit that operates here in Fullerton, that's where I do business now too, yeah. uh, called All the Arts for All the Kids. They came by in a bus that they basically modified to make an, a mobile arts lab. And so the thing yeah. was decked out with, with uh, you know, Apple laptops, which back mm-hmm. when they were like the plastic white ones, you know, with a little clicker and you had to press on. Uh, but it right. was equipped with iMovie. They brought camcorders and they put us to do projects. And as soon as I did that, I fell in love with it. I wanted to be a movie director. <laughs> and, wow. Yeah. And actually, there's an in-depth story that I actually produced uh, maybe like a couple months ago um, mm-hmm. in return for them. Because what's, what was crazy is that this nonprofit, All the Arts, came by to my office in downtown Fullerton. I work out of a co-working space called mm-hmm. Fieldwork there. And, currently, uh, you mean like they currently came recently or? Th- this was like maybe a couple months ago. I hadn't seen oh, them wow. or heard about them in years, dude. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden they Crazy. had this like art auction there in my space. I was leaving my shift. I was coming downstairs. I see them. They see me. Yeah. I tell my story and they, they were like, wow, first full circle. Uh, and wow. so long story short, I, yeah, I made like a short little video kind of spotlighting mm-hmm. my journey to give them mm-hmm. kind of like the the i guess the the creative um credit satisfaction for, yeah <laughs> yeah the credit for basically yeah, for sure. making me do what i do today for a living so yeah so what christian what happened like what happened in between all that like from like that till like you got to where you're at i knew you went to college you like did a bunch of stuff in between there but like yeah. were you like actively doing like you said dj you're doing little dj things and how did you like mm-hmm. what was the thing that like you say took you to the next level to start Promelli, like, you know, the video works and everything and, and like in business for yourself. Yeah, I think it, well, the whole business, uh, the you know, wanting to start a business really came from my parents, I would say, seeing right. what they did. I always kind of had that, you know, desire to do something on my own, start a business, uh, mm-hmm. mostly just for, you know, out of just example, right? I saw what they did and I'm like, well, that's, that's, that's a pretty cool concept to be able to work for yourself. I took yeah. that and then when I realized that I love to do video and that people, you know, there was a demand for it, I kept mm-hmm. rolling with it. But really the shift came in high school because all I would do in high school was really produce videos for like uh, what we call the video yearbook, where we would basically take snapshots mm-hmm. of everything that happened throughout the year, whether it be like sports highlights, um, you know, events, uh, theater productions, whatever. We would capture all of that and then put it in like a package at the end. But what was cool about mm-hmm. it is that we would usually make like a parody on like a popular movie or something like that and make it a version of our high school with like actors and everything. And then yeah. in between, that's where we would put the highlight reels. Um, but so I did that all throughout high school and then other video projects. And what really took it to the next level yeah. was yes, producing videos for some of the DJs that would actually put on some of our homecomings and proms uh, mm-hmm. and uh, putting out content for them on Facebook, got noticed, um, you know, some, some event production companies saw that and they wanted their own thing. Uh, and so I kind of went down the line on that. But then the government route really happened simultaneously in senior year because I-, I Senior year of high school, you said, or, or senior, senior year of college? high school. Okay. Yeah, senior year of high school. I produced a video for this uh, competition uh, mm-hmm. called the Money Wise Teen uh, Competition, where basically uh, high school students in econ and gov classes were supposed to basically teach a subject, right? Yeah. Um, and I wasn't even in the class man uh and, and some friends of mine were in the class and they said hey we're, we have this contest you're the video guy do you want to do this with us and i said sure and uh you know in the competition ran we we won the school competition we won the district competition and then we went went to the top five uh in the region wow. 
put on a presentation and wouldn't you know we got first place uh wow. and so after that one of the guys that were at the um in my group his dad mm-hmm. actually was the executive director for this agency out in in western riverside wr cog and right. ever since he saw what we did he saw what i produced through that through that project and he said hey maybe we can use this for our organization and that kind of right. set me up with a relationship there and it's been and every year man I, i'm surprised like how long it's been that i've been working with that particular yeah. agency they've been a client of mine and they really set me up for success to to pursue other clients and really nice spin. so uh, that's kind of where it all came from and that's where i am now christian i have another question for you um yeah. And this is kind of like, I do try to bring as much value to other people and like potentially somebody out there who's thinking about doing what you're doing. Yeah. How did you, how did you know that? Like, I know you said your parents had a big influence because they're entrepreneurs with the restaurant and stuff, but how did you know, like, I want to do this. I don't want to work for a company. I want to do this independently. And also like, what did you, what would you recommend to somebody who's like thinking about that or is on the fence of it? Um, how to get like started and get it going fast and quick and efficiently yeah you know I, I i sometimes think about like the the path that i took and like how mm-hmm. i was able to 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 really stay with it yeah um, because i really did do it throughout college you know and so right. i think that's that's one of the keys uh is is pursuing something you're passionate about mm-hmm. as early as possible find something you're passionate in uh right I, would you say had, take risks too like are you do you think like taking a risk and doing that yourself or working definitely. for somebody or what do you think yeah, I mean, that's what I did. And, and, you know, it's been working out for sure. Any type of mentorship you can get, that's also key, mm-hmm. right? I wouldn't have been able to, to you know, run a business as well as I, I, I do, or at least as I try to, to, to run it without the right mentors, uh, be that, right. you know, uh, professionals, be that in family, find key people that you can really lean on for advice. I think that's really important. Um, yeah. And then, but, but for me, you know, I think what really uh, got me the exposure and the, uh, the right relationships was finding the value in key relationships and honestly mm-hmm. giving yourself away for free. Uh, yeah. I, did that, I did that for a while in college and I had the, you know, the means to, I had a side, you know, a, a part-time job at a fish restaurant out in Long nice. Beach. <laughs> and uh, so while I was, you know, serving up fish fillets there uh, <laughs> right. on, on the side, I was producing videos for whoever I can, you know, serve. For free um, though, you did them literally like you would just offer them to the business, do them next for free. To free. Next, next to, to free. free. So probably starting, yes, it was like when I had right. literally no projects to lean on and to mm-hmm. showcase. I was like, hey, with especially this was in particular with the DJs that I was producing videos for. Right. Here, you know what? Yeah, first project, first two, I'll make them for free. If you like what you do, what you see, give me so much. You know, give me a couple hundred dollars just for you know this one video. And that kind right. of, you know, created a following that created demand elsewhere. And uh, that kind of sets you off on, mm-hmm. on the path that you need to go. And then you learn as you go through that. So what would you say to somebody who's like feeling like they're unsure? They're like, you know, I really like I really want to do this. But like my parents are telling me, like, I should go and study accounting in school. And I don't know what to do. Like, I'm, I'm pretty Follow good at dream. Follow <laughs> dream. That's what I'd say. Right, right. No, yeah. Obviously, that's you know that's key, right? Just again, it's the passion that you gotta follow. If you're not gonna like what you're what you do, then why even pursue it at all, right? Unless, right. unless I should say, unless you do, you're so well, you you're so good at what you do, and you get paid for it, that you have plenty of time on the right. side, and you get plenty of breaks to do what you love, right? That's that's definitely a, a counter yeah. to that. But Christian, um, 
yeah. Do you do you feel like since you do like love what you do, you love video editing, do you feel like it allows you to work like longer hours and like work harder on what you're doing? Yeah, man, sometimes too much. Yeah. I, I don't know when to leave the office sometimes if, if, if I'm right. Uh, and but, you know, it's, it, I, I like being productive, to be honest. I love mm -hmm. finding ways, to, innovative ways to to do business with what I do. I should mention, you know, I went to school not for film making. I went to school for marketing. Uh, so I was a marketing major and I minored comes, in film production. Yeah, it come, comes and, hand and, in hand. Exactly. And so I, I kind of realized probably after I started making some of the videos for that government agency that I really enjoyed mm -hmm. uh, producing marketable content and content marketing nowadays has evolved tremendously like every and and that's kind of what I what I wanted to talk to you about especially because sure content marketing is something that every business should be doing nowadays for sure whether it be through video whether it be through photos uh, graphic design infographics mm -hmm. everything and having a presence on social media which honestly I could use some some work on myself because sometimes I work too much for the client that I that I don't have time to to dedicate to you know my own marketing but uh, right this yeah COVID-19 situation has actually opened the door for that a little bit too yeah working yeah. on websites social media and everything there you go Christian what's like the uh like the dream like the end goal for you that you see your business getting to um one day like if you said like that's the ideal I like that's it you know like that's the top you know I don't, I don't know if I have a clear end goal uh um, yeah it's it's really I want to say it's about the journey, but it's really about <laughs> like you know those relationships to build up on. So like I don't really see right. a ceiling for it. I just see I just want to expand to a point where where I am serving the clients that just really fulfill the work that I do and the people yeah. that I work with. <clears throat> more and more every year, I find ways to add to the team, right? Whether mm -hmm. it be through contractors, <clears throat> whether it be to eventually to to have a set team. That works on certain projects um you know we made the step last year <coughs> to open up an office like you right yeah. um and that really created a destination point to be able to do business and to attract customers and to uh, clients to, to come in get a yeah. feel of our vibe and get a feel of the work that we do so um uh, in that sense i i think growth the growth trajectory is all about mm -hmm. meeting new people and expanding the relationships that that go For into sure. ma making business happen, I think. Yeah. So, so uh, goal isn't super defined yet in terms of end goal, but uh, right, we'll see. Do you get, do you have some uh, like people on the team, or is it just you doing it right now? Day to day, I don't have a set team. I I, okay. I bring in subcontractors when jobs are are necessary, and then it, it. I, I work with a local high school over here in Fullerton that has a dedicated internship program, actually, which I was a part of back in high school, too. It's Troy High Smart. School in Fullerton, yeah. And so every summer, uh, we get we we bring on a couple, you know, uh, interns that help out, and they get hands-on experience, man, on, on production, marketing, mm -hmm. uh, pretty much everything. They, they wear maybe too many hats sometimes. Right. What, what are those kids, like, what would they need to do to, like, get um, an opportunity with you? Like, what would they need? Yeah, you know, I really, it's just, about being able to show that same drive that I think yeah. uh, uh, is, is at the core of video production, of right. marketing, you know, being wanting to, to produce content with the, with a focus on, on a purpose, I guess, for, for, for connecting brands with a story and mm -hmm. making that story resonate with, 
with the right audience. That's that's really what what I've always been about. No, no matter what uh, type right. of content, the story. Do you is think? And everything. How do you judge somebody based on like, I don't know. I, it's hard to say. Like, I know the drive is super important, but um, like, I could be the most driven, like, wannabe, you know, like, videographer, and then. I go in there and I just like suck, dude. You know, like I'm I'm not creative. Like I don't have the right angles. Like, um, yeah. is it how do you base or how do you measure creativity on like some of these people? You know? Yeah, yeah, sure. There's there's definitely like a benchmark that has to be met, right? Uh, right. And, and you know, I have to be. And honestly, it's changed in the last three years that I've been doing the internship because uh, the internship or working with the internship program because uh, a lot of those kids at the mm -hmm. beginning weren't getting the hands-on experience, like say with editing programs, uh, with the right cameras that we were using. Right, um, but, but you give them that freedom? Then, uh, yeah, with hands-on training, basically. It was, it, was, nice. it, was really much, it was very much a crash course uh, day to right. day, at, because they come on in, the ju in June, more or less, like late May, June uh, for the summer internship. And that's actually what some of my busiest times uh, mm -hmm. with some of these government agencies. So just kind of wow. like, hey, pick up that camera. That's how that works. You'll get it later. Set him up with the with the editing program. You'll learn it as you go. It's best to just hop straight into it and learn as you yeah. go projects sometimes. But um, I sure. would I, I will say that uh, I think the key. Well, first of all, with Troy High School, they're set up, and a lot of other high schools are set up similarly to prepare mm -hmm. students uh, for a certain career path. So Troy High School, they they've got a Troy Tech program. That's basically that gives them students different pathways to choose from, whether it's engineering, uh, business, and hey, they have media productions too. And so I, I'm so jealous, man, because literally the year after I graduated, mm -hmm. no, two years after they got I like graduated, a, they got like a full studio or something. <laughs> it's incredible, dude. It, it's oh, like it's better than what I had at Cal State Long Beach when I was going to university over there. Like it's wow. it, like. Yeah, it's it's state of the art. They were well funded, and they're setting up their students now for success. Because those the at the beginning, I think they you know some of the sophomores and juniors that were going into the program didn't have the basics um, yeah. that I would have expected. But um, mm -hmm. either way, uh, the, the students at that high school they're they're fast learners and stuff like that. That's another key that I look for in those candidates. You know, the willingness to learn, and and if they're able to demonstrate that le the, the that learning curve in another application, whether it be yeah. you know, through a program or through some project that they worked on, if if somebody can 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 illustrate that and demonstrate that, I think that's right. that that really stands out to me at least. Christian, I have a, another question for you. As far as like the um, the content that you create, um, would you say there's one way that you think is more? So what I'm trying to say here is. For my business personally, I think the best way to create content um, and what I've seen the most engagement is people making more, you know, contextual real life content that may, people would resonate with versus like a promotional video sometimes, you know, like the promotional videos are great. Um, they're important to make your brand and image look professional, but when it's time to like really engage somebody and they want to feel personal as like as far as an insurance agent there's a million of them on every corner of every street so um what do you think like what do you think about social media and like how content should be created for like small business owners do you think the promotional video how much of the balance between the two like real life and then promotional stuff 
Yeah, big time. No, and I've seen some of the content that you put out there, man. It's it's, it's awesome mm-hmm. stuff, honestly. And it's you right. raised <laughs> no, no, it's it's honestly it, it, the the one that stands out is the the cop one where you pull over uh the the guy in the car, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beautiful. It should go up for an award. No, but uh, I, you raise a good point on you know right. that balance, and I think every company has to consider their arsenal of content options, mm-hmm. right? And you know, there's always user-generated stuff, and then there's, you know, professional-produced uh, type of stuff. Right. It all has its place, um, it, and it all depends on how you want to present and what your audience is. That mm-hmm. all comes in, into, I think, the marketing side of things, you know, when you're identifying your communication goals, those objectives right. that you want to hit, and uh, the audience that you want to reach, too. You know, I mm-hmm. think more and more when you see the way some of the social media uh it plat the, the way the platform is structured like for example tiktok i've seen some of the stuff yeah. that you put out on tiktok nobody really? on tiktok <laughs> see yes i have Tick, nobody <laughs> on tiktok really wants to see a professionally well-made video they, if they see production value they sense that they're going to be sold to in a way right you know whereas if you're trying to reach an audience that's maybe a little older in the demographic they might look for that kind of professionalism, you know, and there's data that supports, you know, one or the other. And it's really about being conscious about that data and where to find right. it and, and applying it when you need it most, pretty much. Right. Um, and then, you know, I've, I've kind of identified that, too, that, you know, I think if people had the option to a lot mm-hmm. of the businesses, if they could incorporate production value into their into their the content that they put, whether it be better audio, whether it be better video whether yeah. it be that the edit is is more seamless or there's elements of motion graphics and stuff like that like i've seen i've seen the the your your logo bumper that that you had developed that that stuff is right. awesome you know and it just makes it stand out even no matter if you're doing user generated content or not yeah. that kind of stands out to people and it and it basically differentiates you from another whether it be a competitor or or in general so that you become top of mind for some of these people yeah um so and kind so, of like know, do you think that could be hurtful in a way, like throwing in like that logo within like an organic, um, you know, piece of content? Like for example, if this went live right now, and and then five sec or three seconds later you saw my logo, could that actually be hurting my like content because people are like, oh, this is like, you know, high value production video? Yeah. I you know I, again I think it t- depends on the application. I don't think it you can really say until you run tests, right? And right. marketing and in advertising, it, A-B testing is key, you know, so yeah. that you can optimize content and, and decide what works and what doesn't work. Even at like, you know, website level, you're always gonna, what, what they say, I, I, you know, for search engine optimization, for example, just talking about mm-hmm. design in general, right? There is so much difference that can go into whether like a button has a certain color or has a certain oh, yeah. font. Uh, and, and, you know, the conversion on, on one button on your website might be very different based on how that button appears to people. Right. So it's really about consistency, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you're putting out a lot of content, which you do, and you, you're able to see the analytics on your back end of Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, whatever, and see what works and what doesn't work, that's right. the best tool there, you know? And, and it's sure. not for me to decide, you know, whether whether putting certain elements on, on one piece of content is going to work. And that's the beauty of my, my work too, you know, because a lot of times my clients can't rely on just one piece of content to see results. And that's the, right. that's the nature of, 
all types of content marketing. Consistency is key um, and having a content calendar and having mm -hmm. you know, a set date for these and, and consistency in the messaging too is really important. How important do you think that um, content calendar is? I want to dive into that because I think that's something that I've heard people at the top of the insurance industry talk about and, and they yeah. say that that is the number one, like some of the biggest shifts if you could start using a content calendar, but I don't, I personally don't know a lot about it. And like anybody watching right now might not know anything about it. What exactly, like, how do you use content calendars? Yeah. And again, it's content <clears throat> calendars for myself is something that's been developing because I yeah. focus so much on making the content for other clients too. Right. But essentially what the content calendar does is it basically organizes your messaging so that you, and, mm -hmm. and the key, the key in it all is that consistency that I was talking about. Right. Right. So as long as you're consistent in your brand messaging, and the, mm -hmm. the, the tone, the styles, it doesn't matter. It, well, it does matter, but whatever messaging you're putting out, it's going right. to resonate with a certain audience. You're not reaching everybody, right? You're putting a cat, you're casting a wide net. And then the people that really react and engage with the, the content that you're putting out, those are the key people that you want to go after, right? Right. Especially when you're talking about like a, uh, a buyer's journey, right? And a, and a mm -hmm. conversion funnel where at the top, you're trying to get all that away. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Aware of Adelphia, right? Sure. Aware of Pamela Video Works and what they do, what they're all about, their colors, their 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 vibe, their style, uh, how what their hair looks like in the morning, that kind of <laughs> stuff. You know, I hope it. Your your audience doesn't remember this, but um, <laughs> I'm running out of of hair stuff, man. Anyway, uh, but so at the top is the awareness, and then when you funnel down, you're you're narrowing it down to basically those decisions, right? And and right. making comparisons between competitors, um, and maybe what exact exactly what kind of product offering you're offering and then at the very mm -hmm. end is the decision right whether they're making a purchase whether they're making a repeat purchase to and, convert yeah and then all that content you know that you put out there has to serve a certain purpose in those right to lead areas. them down that that path to least resistance would you say too or, or it's yeah. kind of yeah it's you gotta it's gotta be well thought out yeah resistance is a word but you know it's more about openness you know if they if, they, right. if, if they're uh i guess if, if 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 they really embrace you more there's not going to be a need for resistance you know if they're comfortable with your marketing with your with your communication with your brand as a mm -hmm. whole that's going to be key you know and right. i think you do a good job of that about that you know you especially with from color scheme you know blue is a great choice honestly blue is inviting it's relaxing it makes you feel at ease right uh, and then when you contrast it with like you know your the image of you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, if I, I don't know if I would say like what, like power, like just like you, uh, you, you have the wolf is like just like oh yeah. my god, you can, you can trust this guy, you know, and that. Thank that you. <laughs> yeah. So, Appreciate and, that. Uh, yeah, that that's to me just just looking at the branding that you've put out so far as an example, mm -hmm. and every brand is gonna have a different reaction in terms of you know what they want, and then what they right. actually from their audience sure. change drastically. So. That's the kind of things that I kind of look at when it yeah. comes down to content marketing. And honestly, I love that challenge because every brand is different. And when, it, mm -hmm. when, when we go back to talking about, you know, stories, which is essentially what video production is all about. Yeah. Design is all about. Um, it, it's really about that storytelling. Storytelling is so sure. important when it comes to marketing and branding, because if you don't have a story to tell, first right. of all, nobody's going to listen to it. Nobody's going to stick around and nobody's right. going to really want to hear the ending. I'm glad you brought that up, Christian. Uh, what do you think or how do you think uh, businesses or small businesses 
that are thinking about, let's say, working with you, how could they start developing like a storyline that could be effective for um, their business? Do you think it's just like pressing the mind and thinking of like everything that's got them there and then just creating content around it? Or how do you think storytelling can be like, you know, sparked? Yeah, I mean, every brand, first of all, yeah, every brand should have a story, right? Mm -hmm. um, but like any story, there has to be characters. And right. uh, I think if, if, Every brand, you can pick up any example, should have a character, an ideal persona that that, that company basically appeals to, right? Mm -hmm. So if you take, for example, oh God, I don't know, uh, Nike, you know? Right. You know the type of persona that they look after, you know? You see it mm -hmm. in their imaging, you see it in their branding, you see it in their in their style, in, this, in the, their products themselves, you see the sleekness. They go after almost like jet-like, people you know like they're they're yes that's an interesting word and they go for they go for precision they go for um uh performance right. like in like just to to the tippy top and Nike so what do you as the best of the best right what and do you think like a everything sorry sorry to cut you off what do you think like a, a small business owner like he says like i want to get my storytelling um like i want to get that going how do i get you know like, how do I spark my, like, what do I do for myself? You know, like Nike is great and everything. And like, yeah. but I don't know how to do it. Like for my small business, you know? Yeah. It, again, it varies, very, varies from business to business. Right. But mm -hmm. every, every single business, if you're in business, has right. something that they're selling to. Right. And so you, some, someone, someone that they're selling to, I'm sure I should say. And so if you can identify that key customer, that key right. market segment, you you have a story that you can that you, that you can uh, uh, relate right. to them. Everybody's gonna be looking for something that appeals to them. They want they want to be fulfilled. Everybody wants to be you know made. They, they and especially now during this time, when yeah. people are running out of content to view and and oh, yeah. people are engaged <laughs> with. Brands can step in right now. Small businesses can step in right now and fill that void. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, funny, I, I should mention, uh, and I don't know, I don't know if you saw the recent video that I posted, oh, I saw um, it. uh, I, and I developed this series a while ago. A series is actually a good way for a lot of people to do content marketing because it is consistent. You can get on a content calendar with it. Right. Um, and so I developed a year ago, what's called the local SoCal preview. Um, right. And so what it was mm -hmm. really meant to be is a spotlight on businesses, on organizations, on nonprofits, on people who are local, locally and SoCali unique, right? And so sure. uh, I, I, I felt like it was a way to give people, to give businesses a way to get content, which is something that everybody's always looking for, right? right. Um, and give it to them in a way that can resonate with their audience so that they, they, they themselves as a, as a brand can have a story to tell. And so in this COVID-19 right. time frame right now, uh, mm -hmm. I've been having to try to get creative. It got a little, it got a little, uh, uh, I guess, delayed because of the developments that went from like a week before to now. And so mm -hmm. I'm working on making remote, going back to what we started with, with OBS, using that right. or some other format to be able to tell the stories that I want to tell without actually physically going to some of these areas and meeting with people to practice that social distancing and yeah. And, for at home measures um but yeah so with with the local socal preview that's what i've been trying to do and spotlight businesses and that's just another method nice myself i've been trying to showcase what the community is doing what businesses are yeah. doing and what i can do using content. sure christian what's your story 
what's my story? Yeah. It's developing. It's developing. But okay. you know, I think I think uh, I think for me, what I've realized is, especially seeing how they're, and and this is actually key too, especially for a brand for a business that has multiple service offerings, right? Sure. You have to be conscious about what the story is and who you're trying to relate to, right? And I, right. I, I realize that I'm I'm not going to be telling the same story of what Pramila Beauty Works is to my wedding clients as I am telling to my government clients. Sure. Right. And so the stories are defined very differently. You ask a wedding person, what I hope they would say about Pamela Beauty Works is first and foremost, trust, right? It's a big day. Sure. They have to depend on you that you can that you can deliver a result. Just anything. That you can capture right. the moments that matter most. And second, <laughs> of course, is to tell it in a way that's fulfilling for them too that that captures a story and really what i am to do with mm -hmm. my video production wedding is to make people the the a story we're, we're going to be repeating story a lot but make make a story in itself of their day sometimes a lot of people who get married actually i talk to my clients a lot they they realize that it's not just an event but it is a story in itself the day yeah. you know and that's my aim i hope to to make my clients realize that the whole day in itself is an experience that uh, that that they can they, they can have captured, crafted in a way that tells a story of you know one person coming together with another, uh, and 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 uh, and I think I think uh, people try to get that you know when 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 they receive the the final version of their video for for the wedding. Do you read books or like do you watch movies or anything that like inspires you to like let's say for a wedding like do you ever watch like rom coms that maybe um, like could possibly, you know, like spark, like the inspiration of like, that's this, that's this vibe or that's like what we want to portray. Do you ever like think about that? Like with your mindset? It's actually, it's actually a practice of mine to watch the notebook at least twice a week. Just so that I, <laughs> just so I stay with the right messaging that I'm trying to go with. No. Right, right. <laughs> uh, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been a film buff since, you know, I was a kid. So, so I'm, and I was always very analytical in terms of like, what mm -hmm. it takes in filmmaking to tell a story and that's that's the beauty for me in video production because like every single piece of the elements in video production can translate into a style into a tone and it, it and it, it, it's it's weird because in film they actually teach you this but video producers video makers filmmakers whatever kind mm -hmm. are manipulators like they're they're they're, mm -hmm. they're meant to manipulate your feelings to feel a certain way whether the okay. camera is twisted like this whether it's zoomed in my face what you know you're supposed to get a certain feeling just looking at the frame everything it, it, you know it's a it's a canvas to be painted on and depending on what right. colors i use what strokes are painted on you're going to feel a certain way so um right. in that sense i'm always looking at films to get to maybe translate those elements into my into my mm -hmm. video productions whether it be weddings or you know promotional videos uh and mm -hmm. content marketing for my clients business and nonprofits and and organizations and the like, but um, yeah, that 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 would probably be the the source of a lot of that inspiration. Nice, Oscar-worthy films, uh, and yeah, every now and then the rom-com or two. <laughs> um, so Christian, let's say one of our like somebody watching really wants to work with you. What's the best way for them to get in touch with you or get like a quote on like how much a video might be? Um, yeah. Yeah, they can uh, visit my website at www.promillivideoworks.com. That would be the first way to go. It's in works right now to be much okay. more streamlined. 
uh, because as of right now, it's been pretty pretty much set up to give you kind of the basics on, mm -hmm. on the service offerings. But I'm working right now uh, to basically make it a lot more, yeah, much more streamlined and much a much better user experience. Right. Um, but they can also check out samples on social media. That's where most of the recent work goes. Uh, they can check out the local SoCal preview, uh, which is on Instagram, Facebook as uh, as stories, uh, mm -hmm. and 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 as uh, series uh, on on Instagram Watch. So if cool. anybody's interested in in getting spotlighted, actually, uh, right now with the local SoCal preview for COVID nineteen times, um, I really want to focus in and hone in on how people are being innovative themselves, uh, challenges right. that they, that they've faced, and how they're working to overcome it. Uh, I know a lot of businesses, you know, that serve food, they've had to go into takeout, takeout and delivery mode, you know, um, and I'm, yeah, that's great. Really, and I've been really curious to know how each business is adapting uniquely. Yeah, um, definitely. That in itself is a story to tell. Especially tell the story, right. So um, that's where I'd, I'd say to go first. And yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's um, Christian, we usually end the, uh, the interviews with a quote um something that you believe in um do you have a, a particular quote that you kind of like a mantra or something that you live by or a quote that's just resonated with you from like a young age or anything like that you know quote that like sticks in my head i can't think of one in particular yeah um but you know i i i i have heard multiple times and i think we mentioned at the beginning that yeah uh, you know what what what, especially for people who are looking for during this time, especially um, to create value is mm -hmm. that if you do have something that's worth something that's valuable and if you give it for free or, or with, you know, wholeheartedly that you, you believe what you have is, is genuinely going to help somebody else, especially who's in business, who is trying to reach some other people. Um, if you give that away for free, then it creates value in itself. Um, right and i think that's something that i've always lived by um and i'll definitely be incorporating during this time show your value up front and then uh then you know if it converts into a better opportunity in the future it's kind of like i've heard this a similar thing um don't try to don't try to get the heat from the fire without putting the wood in first you know like you can't get you can't get heat from the fire without putting the wood in first so that's right you gotta you gotta put the wood in and uh -huh. that's that's how you get the heat <laughs> yeah, until you realize you have gas right there you go <laughs> <laughs> that's the other way but yeah no totally on, on point man yeah well thank you christian uh, that's pretty much it dude we're, we got to wrap up that was uh i'm pretty sure that was like <laughs> 45 minutes but um, yeah and I, you know i was gonna i know we just kind of hopped it straight into it i, I, I was yeah. gonna reach out to you to see format like hey how, how right. long should we go to but Hopefully people yeah. enjoy it. Um, it's all good, man. Hopefully people yeah. get, get some value out of this. So No, they for sure will. I think there was uh, some, definitely some good nuggets in there. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, what I try to do is like, I also, I try to just go through and just timestamp stuff myself and then oh, I'll go cool. and I'll just, I'll just chop it up and then, yeah, take these um, yeah. but uh, yeah. dude, no, good stuff. I think I try to ask questions too that um, will be like helpful for potentially somebody who's like young um mm, yeah and it's like a lot of think, following not really but like for some reason that's where my like gut like tells me to go i don't know yeah and uh i started to like see a trend in like what i'm doing now uh, a majority of the people I'm, I'm talking to are like people that are on the way up they're not like already there you know like 
people that are just building their businesses and trying to be like at the top. Um, yeah. So like, that's kind of like, I think the niche I'm like stumbling upon now that I'm starting to see, but we'll see yeah, how it awesome. progresses. Yeah. Yeah. The more you make of these, you know, I think the better idea, like we talked about, you know, that you'll get of like what people yeah. are going to watch. So I'm doing the same thing. And I think right. everybody should be saying, doing the same thing. So in that in itself, people are going to learn from this. So awesome. Stuff dude, you're doing, dude. Awesome. dude, no, you too, man. I'm, um, I want to see, like, I'm, I'm proud of you and I'm stoked that you're like doing all the, uh, like just, you're just going the entrepreneurial route instead of like, Thanks, man. yeah, you know, yeah, it's, you. yeah. Yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. We, we but, were uh, in well, you were in diapers when we first met, man. So I know <laughs> it's wow. We didn't even get to that, but, uh, dude, that's but, true. We could throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, go, we went like this, and then now we're coming back together. So hope, Dude, I hope there's true. opportunities to collaborate. Honestly, I, I for sure. Previously, but um, yeah, uh, I hope I hope this isn't the last that your audience and my audience sees of, of no, uh, no, Chris for and, sure. Chris and Chris together. <laughs> Dude, definitely, definitely. All right, well, Christian, um, you know, we got, I'm gonna hop off. I got a, a few other things I gotta finish up, but uh. You got it, man. Dude, great stuff, man. I'll I'll download this and then I'll send it over to you too, so you can take a look at it. Yeah, tag me and uh, yeah, and yeah. I, I can cross post if you want it too. So for sure, yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. All right, man. All right, Christian. Good take stuff, care. man. We'll talk to you soon. Say hi to the folks, dude. Yeah, tell tell your parents I say hi and uh, stay healthy and quarantine. Of course, we'll do. Drink man. some drink some quarantinis. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta start. All right, right, man. right. All right, take Christian. Care. We'll see you. All right, see you. Bye. I don't know how to quit, but I'll figure it out. <laughs>